0: Good evening fellow morons, welcome to our stream for tonight. Thankfully we've got the, the right stuff on the screen this time opposed to, to last week, so we won't have uh, a couple of minutes of pure silence while I uh, shake my pants try to work out what I've done wrong. How's everybody <clears throat> doing? All good. Not bad, mate. Not bad. I just want to also say a big happy birthday to Mr Scott Hunter.
1: Thank you.
0: Turning okay. the... What age are you turning today? I was going to make a really old joke there, but I thought oh, I'd be nice and actually just ask you what age you are. Uh,
1: halfway to 70, just to make it old as fuck.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> halfway to 70. God, you'll be near enough retiring soon. I know. Did you do anything but, nice on your birthday with your nice broken leg that you've got? Did you leave the bed?
1: I did. I'd be nice to hobble for a tea house, which, if anyone has <laughs> never been, is the best Chinese this side of China, so... <laughs>
0: Old folks. a report for the tears. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll fight you on that, like I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'll fight you on that. Oh, happy days, well I you, fair enough. Give you that. Give you that. Has anybody else been up to anything?
2: Eh uh, nah, nothing exciting You're here, putting man. News Watching the, put, these.
0: Putting you on the spot here, like just <laughs> uh,
2: like,
0: outside movie club I don't really do much. Like this is <laughs> just
2: my whole life my whole life now is updating Instagram and shit, so I'd be doing nothing.
0: <laughs> watch football, talk about movies, watch movies, and then argue with us about watching more movies because we want to watch more.
2: Actually, to be fair, like, I spent last week at work arguing with people at work about our face-off score. I've oh, been wow. getting a lot of hassle about it. How did that uh, go down? Not well at all. People are threatening to never watch us again <laughs> uh, because <laughs> uh, I scored it too low. But <laughs> we did sort of cover it a, a like well, say that again
3: controversy is good though you know not everybody agreed that should make us more interesting to watch I would say yeah
2: well we were we were accused of uh, scoring at shite on purpose uh, just before <laughs> stir that up a little bit but uh, I assured them that that's not something we would do if, if, Hon- if, honest assessments only, if, honest only
0: if only we were that smart I don't think we've actually got the brains of us to organise something like that if people not think that. that we spend time planning and organising we literally get a bit 15 minutes before the stream starts of silence before we come on. We don't even talk. We're <laughs> at that point now of let's keep it all for the stream. <laughs> yeah. Just just friends at stream. Well, listen, guys, you will see, obviously, that there is the three of them on screen at the moment and my little face sitting in the top right-hand corner. We have had a sick call in tonight. So Sean, the star, has um, sent his review in via proxy, so I will read that out when it comes round to it. Uh, we wish him well. He's probably got a little bit of man flu, uh, a little sniffles. Probably put him on his ass for a week. Um, Is either that or his black eyes haven't uh, went away yet, uh, and he just didn't want to come back on the stream? What do you think? Maybe uh, been fighting again at the weekend. Oh.
2: Was since at the weekend as well, we're not
3: going to wish him a happy birthday since he can never be bothered to show his face. Nah, fuck okay. him. Fuck
0: him, he can can (laughs) vote. Well listen guys, we are here to talk about two movies in particular that we have watched. Uh, We had Comedy Week, Um, we were supposed to have a cinema week, but Hunter decided to fling himself down the middle of the street and break his leg, so Mm -hmm. Comedy Week was the one that we settled on and we decided to watch, who wants to jump in and tell everybody?
2: Uh, Superbad and uh, Bridesmaids ended up being the two finalists, so we went with both of those. Even though Superbad actually won the original vote, so that was the winner
0: overall. There we go, Superbad and Bridesmaids. And what did we watch last week, just out of interest? We watched
1: Face Off and Rush
0: Hour. Face Off and Rush Hour. You heard Hunter turn his piece of paper there just to double check what that was, eh?
1: Usually I've got that over the two pages, but because I've had to actually change a page and
0: then I had to go back to a page to find out what more we <laughs> actually looking. See, we are we are fairly professional. We do decide to write stuff down now and again. Um, but before we go into discussing these movies, just do a, a little thank you to you guys that are watching us just now live on Twitch. You can see twenty three people are currently sitting watching us, uh, and thank you to those that are listening to us either on the podcast or on YouTube. Um, If you are watching or listening on YouTube as well. Um, If you are listening on podcasts through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you found us, feel free to join us at any point on a Monday night after 9 o'clock. We are live on twitch.tv. Just look for morons reviewing movies. You will find us on there. Pretty sure we're the only ones. Um, You can come along, watch us live, get involved. um, Drop it in the comments if you've got any questions or anything you want to add. Uh, but I want to say a shout out to the nine downloads that we got in Cyprus. I think it's quite cool that someone in Cyprus has decided to give us a <laughs> listen. Uh, welcome in. Welcome in if you are listening to this episode. We do appreciate it. But guys, let's start off with talking about Bridesmaids. Who would like to go first and talk about Bridesmaids? I like which- you first,
3: because you are I'm
0: um,
3: paying for it. Yes. And you were
0: gutted for it, didn't you, mate? <laughs> so, a movie came out in 2011, a, a competition between the maid of honour and a bridesmaid over who the bride's best friend threatens to upend the life of an out-of-work pastry chef. Uh, I, I watched this today. I think this is fu- funny as fuck. I really do. Um, I think it's quite a, a light-hearted comedy that kind of shows a different side of what you would expect from like a female cast comedy um I've watched some shite ones like Ghostbusters for instance which I just didn't enjoy at all um but I think that the the main character Kristen Wiig in this is absolutely hilarious uh and her character and Rose Byrne who we've watched in was Rose Byrne was in one of the horror movies that we watched wasn't she? other one was it wouldn't had that wee boy, the wee and, vector um, that he was. Insidious, I believe. Uh, I think. I think. Yeah, that, yeah. I think as much as those two aren't pegged to be the main comedy characters, when you add in, um, what's her face? I just can't remember her name. Of it is it Melissa McCarthy? Oh,
3: yeah. yeah, that's the one.
0: Melissa McCarthy. So you, you you see the cast and you think she's going to be by far the funniest, but. I think those two are are, are the best. Um, there's some scenes that jump out to me that I really like. The one where she's working and she's telling that little girl that she, she's going to lose all her friends and she's not going to be popular and you can tell she's getting her arse kicked in this little back and forth debate and she just turns around and goes, well, you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, it makes me chuckle every time. I've seen this movie quite a lot of times, knew it was coming, but... I think it's quite. It makes it really, really funny. Um, Another one for me is the plane scene when she's trying to get into first class. Mm. Um, She it's over the top uh, comedy actor on there, but when she's telling the guy Steve that he's Hitler and that she's getting things Mm -hmm. like the decades wrong and stuff, I don't know. I just it's a really light-hearted, enjoyable comedy for me. Um, And obviously, we're going to talk about Superbad in a little bit, and I think. These types of the, both of these comedies are very directed to like one certain type of humor. Um, this is to show more of a different side of how females can have a bit of banter and they can be a bit crude, and you get a bit of a like understanding of their way that they react together. And then obviously, super bad's directed at the the adolescence child within you that's going to laugh at funny things that are really not that funny. Um, but no someone else can jump in and talk there i feel like i'm rabbiting on about the same bits i i like it i i, I would watch it again quite happily I a wee... to know what sean said. you want to know what sean said want to know what sean so? said was sean yeah let's go with sean then okay so sean where is he one second so sean's put bridesmaid a bit different this one it's okay one that I've seen a couple of times, and it's something that can be flung on without needing full attention. The first half is definitely better than the second hour. It definitely feels too long. I mean, I think he copies and pastes that every week. Because um, <laughs> of copy... it, was about two <laughs> if it lasted over two hours, it's like two hours and six minutes or something. Did I say? Oh my god, the
1: <laughs>
0: credits! Uh, two hours and five minutes, and you've probably got six minutes worth of credits there um he found he was losing interest in the last 30 minutes it's watchable but doesn't leave an impression on me that's uh that other good comedies do and i won't give you scoring for it because then i'll give you the scoring when it comes to giving that See, li-
2: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna keep up um the unusual thing we've got going and sort of agree with sean uh i think i think this is okay um there's a few bits that I've laughed about. You've already mentioned what the only bit that I laughed out loud at this time was when we caught call, she calls that wee lassie a cunt. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> brilliant. It. It's
0: like it's a shock factor funny.
2: Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's a bit too much of that. I mean, that this film was just basically shite and puke and funny jokes and shagging jokes and then some shite and then somebody shouting and losing their mind a little bit. It's, I mean, I know, I know that. I don't know. The novelty of uh, seeing a bunch of women shitting themselves, like and stuff like that, wears off quite quickly. Um, sorry, I don't know. It's not. It's, it could be smarter, I think. Whereas I do agree with Sean that it does last too long. Like I, I feel like they repeat too many of the same jokes over and over again. Like um, you sort of had the engagement party where they were trying to outdo each other when they were doing the speech.
0: Oh, I thought that was then, gold.
2: That, that bit was quite good but then later on there's another engagement party and they're out doing each other with the gifts. and I felt like those two you could just do one of those and make, make it bigger like it was just too much filler for the same sort of stuff Um just a
0: that that the, the first bit when they're doing the speeches the fact that it goes on for ages and becomes really really awkward and you can feel the awkwardness from all the people in the room to the point where they just stare I mean to me, that's I think shit. Like that's really funny. That the longer it gets on to the point where like we should cut this because it's becoming really inappropriate now. Keep it going, make it last longer. That's that, to me that gets funnier and funnier. But I do get what you're saying. Where they probably didn't read that the second time when it came to the presence, but they were trying to loop in that. No. I actually forgot there
3: was a second one until and I <coughs> went, went completely out of my mind because it wasn't, that the second one wasn't even memorable for me at all. I, Just,
1: I, what, it's like, what is the difference between, what is the fuck is a bridal shower like, and a hen party like? <laughs> so there's a bunch of presents because you're getting married and then if you get married, we'll give you more presents because they're your wedding presents but we're going to go away. For a weekend with us the so we can celebrate the fact they're getting married too. What the fuck is
0: going on here? Okay. Arshals, eh? Imagine wanting I'm to get gifts. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel, I, I, you. I No, no, it's fine, but
2: like that just sort of sums up. It is so over the top. I mean I agree, I like awkward comedy when it's done well. I think this is just sort of like a bang average attempt and stuff like that. It's, I mean again, it's okay, it's definitely like Sean said, it's watchable, it's not It's certainly not going to be down there with some of the bad films we've watched. It's going to get okay scores, I think. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's nothing particularly special. Like, Crystal Down's quite good in it. He's such a likeable guy, so he plays his part really well. But, like, man, it's just every single part of the story just a wee bit too long and zagged out a little bit. They could have cut about half an hour out of this film and probably made it snappier and funnier.
3: But I is the guy that you said that was really good was that the guy that was playing Nathan or was that the guy that was playing the uh, one that sh- he was just no interest in having a relationship with
2: because I'm going to no, mention the cop the guy right. who plays the cop right
3: okay I just wonder so cause tell I've, me, tell me what you are going to say I've got a completely different opinion of, well I don't know if it's about him as the actor or if it's the bit he played in the storyline because I think I messaged you as during in our group chat I didn't say what it was just that there was one thing there's two things that really annoy me about this film, which are really minor, um, but the rest that I thought was really good. So the first part, which isn't related to him, was is that the two, the English brother and sister that left were in the flat. Hmm. That was okay. the point was What was the point of having them in the film? That was just no need for. Like they could have just had her staying with her mum for the fuel duration of the film. I didn't add into it. Um, and then the guy who was like the cop, all he seemed to care about was a bloody bacon shop. <laughs> like <laughs> he didn't seem interested in her as a person. It was like, I just want to bake. Just go and bake some, bake some more, bake some more. Whereas, like that was when um, I don't know if it was meant to be like portrayed as a kind of love story and then getting together at the end. That's the impression I got. But because all we seemed to want to do was her to open up a body baking shop again, it made me think <laughs> I wish I'd never even got one at the end and the at the end scene of because that was just. It was as if he just wanted her to bake cakes for him and said that she'd been with him because he was—he really liked her. That's, that was a bit that I was just getting really infuriated by because that was obviously he starts it off and he talks about her bacon, and then they sleep together and he's in the kitchen with like all our bacon stuff. <laughs> and then he keeps on going on about the bacon throughout the rest of the film. And <laughs> of I
0: know what a bastard uh, yeah. trying to
3: get her to chase her dreams, that's,
0: eh? What a that's fucking
3: that's dick. A, that's his kink or something, he just wants a baker. Like, <laughs>
2: To be fair, she got annoyed at him for that as well. So, like, I agreed with her. I <laughs> with <laughs> I don't know
3: if it was, I don't know if it was him. I couldn't make a mind if it was him as an actor or if it was just the fact that that was how his character, what his character was meant to talk about, for like at least half the time he was on the screen. But yes. I'll let you carry on. Sorry, just when you mentioned that guy,
0: I, I feel like that, that really, did. really pissed you off, because You got quite passionate I about the fact. I, could... I
3: know I did, like. Fucking,
0: I had that all that anger that started from I think it was last Wednesday. I watched it; and it's just been building up, just coming out in a crescendo there. These bastard men that try to get women to chase their dreams, eh? Fucking assholes. <laughs> you
1: know what? The funniest guy for be was the fact that there was only like thirty seconds of uh, screen time with Russell Doubt faced off against John Ram. That was it. There was <laughs> a needle between the two for a proper love triangle in the story. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was it. <laughs>
2: But I, I totally forgot about, um, what's his face, the bald guy and oh. uh, the Australian woman. Matt Lucas. I totally forgot about So, I right, Matt Lucas. There's, t- mm-hmm. there's just slightly too many layers to this film. Just let me get to know, because you don't even really get to know the bridesmaids. There was a wee ginger one that only got to shag, only have a shag one guy. Uh-huh. So that was yeah. her main thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then there
2: was a the woman with the theme, grown grown-up kids, or the three older kids. Aye.
0: I wanted to see more of her. She was really funny. Uh-huh, yeah. Aye, but you never really got
2: to see that. You were, I don't know, with two hours of screen time, I, I would have expected to get to know these characters on the side a wee bit more. It might have been a bit funnier. But yeah, I found myself not really caring much about what happened to any of them. Or like, when they didn't go to Vegas, I was kind of glad because you've kind of seen it all before, like mm. the hangover in movies like that, where everyone goes away to Vegas. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I feel like this gets a lot of very high praise and I, I just think it's it's bang average. If it was a straight to DVD number, um, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: W. Com-
1: Hunter. I, I mean, I don't know if it's me as an age as a person, but I just like there was a time in my life when I thought all oh, John Daffertown films are class. But now going back and really probably rewatched, because he seemed to have a film out like every year or every couple of years but, like the mid, so it's pretty much the early start of this millennium. And it probably peaked with us, and you look back and like, they're not really that funny at the end of the day. And I think right. there are some laugh out loud moments. I um, think Melissa McCarthy's class. Um, I think Chris this class. But again, as you say, there's nothing like. You even, I don't even think even maybe. The, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad film. It's by far better than the worst film we've ever watched on this. But there's just as you say, it's, but it's. Straight in the middle, it's alright, it makes you laugh at some points, the, you're never blown away by it. There's nothing really proper standout from it for me, but then again, just you still kind of feel like, like I think because so many people bring it up, so many people love it, that you think, am I waiting for something that's not there? Like, what, are, what have other people seen that I'm not seeing? I mean, it's still enjoyable all the same, but it's just, I don't see. What
0: other people see in the film for me? Well, it's nice, nice and light-hearted. Is what 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 I like about it is, as we know, obviously I I like to watch films where I can where I can do multiple things while I'm watching, and this fits that bill quite easily. That it's a rewatchable movie that will get me a chuckle, especially when I know what's coming up next. I find uh, love; it's can be quite funny, but. To touch on like, the character development and stuff, there's obviously a couple of little cameos in there that I thought were quite cool. Like um, we, we see them earlier, like Matt Lucas and Rebel Wilson, who are both really funny in their own right. So I, a lot, That dynamic dynamic between them was really weird to watch. And when she pulls her back up to show the big gangrene, mouldy tattoo that she's got stuck to her back. I, I get that it's, in terms of the story, they're, they're really, really not needed to, to be there at all, but they're famous faces that add a little bit of like slapstick comedy that they do in anything that they're in. Uh, I don't mind it at all. I thought that it was quite cool seeing Terry Crews. I just like seeing Terry Crews; he's a big scary man. So, um, <laughs> I, I I think the idea of that as well. Them like stealing free fucking boot camp lessons in the middle of the park—like <laughs> what the fuck?
3: <laughs> I forgot about that scene as well. Hank. So I was going to add as well. Is that I'm kind of those couple of things I said were sort of the two really annoying things that I found about the film but but apart for that is I'm definitely more on your side with this Kyle like I really enjoyed it apart for that it was just more a couple of scenes were just I thought pointless but I really enjoyed the humour throughout like with the engagement party even like when Daniel mentioned about the Brazilian restaurant it's like (laughs) it made sense to the full story in terms of how Annie was obviously trying her best and And then it all just fell flat. And then I can't remember the woman that played the 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 sort of posh rich one. Kind of what her character's name was, but sorry,
1: is
3: that um, when it it helped develop the storyline? I did think as well that although there wasn't much character development uh, with Annie, I thought you got to see the inside of her, inside of her, because you saw like for the very start when she's obviously with that guy that's just using her for sex, basically, and she's kind of a bit. I guess insecure maybe because she's like even when she goes to like get her make or put her makeup on in the morning to try and look pretty first thing because she's obviously wanting him to want a relationship with her and and when she goes to ends up starting a relationship with the cop and at that point she just assumes that men are just wanting to use her when that obviously wasn't his intention that you can see that from an outsider's point of view but from her it's just every guy is the same Um
0: He's a heartless you, bastard, eh? That John Ham's character, Yeah. proper heartless bastard. Eh? He's like, <laughs> "Where he <where> sees <is> <laughs> um I just want to, I just want you to leave." But I don't know how to tell you. I was bashing myself. Eh? It's like, he, I think, I think the
3: wordings he. he used for that was really good as well, though, because it was kind of like as if he was making, or when he was like, when I was saying about going to the wedding, he was like, "Oh, I don't want you to make, make you feel awkward." So it was if and so it's been a, like he was heartless in some points but in other other scenes he was kind of it was as if he was being nice towards her but it really wasn't and then it was obviously going through her mind she was a bit she just didn't have a clue what to really do really do with her life really and you see like her downward spiral i guess when she gets chopped out of her foot just to go and live with her mum she becomes a recluse and then um i think it was hunter said that um um, is it Melissa the one that came and came and helped her? Then oh, her us sort of the tough love. As I thought, that was like she was she was the latest <coughs> Um I thought there was really like loads and loads of good points. It was really enjoyable. Um, if anything, I think I don't think there was much that could have cut from it apart from just the the additional sort of not the engagement part of the sort of I don't know what, you, what was it they called the bridal shower? They mm. they could have cut that oh. out, but like, that was just a bit um a bit too much and when they did have the engagement part where they were out doing each other at one point i was thinking like is this going to end but then it was like it kept i was continuing laughing so it was just it was, i was just thinking how long is it going to go for it? and then when they did a duet it just made me think it was like two of us having to stand there singing because they were absolutely atrocious which is obviously <laughs> behind it um but no, i thought it was i thought it was really really good um i thought it flew past and benefit it probably could have done with a bit longer, so that you could have had a bit of insight into the other characters, which is something they didn't really do. Um, but it just it was a really simple storyline. Everything really lent itself to producers. The end. Of, the only thing that was the end. Of, I didn't really know if. Obviously, the the bride going missing that was kind of quite a good addition. But the fact that it was just a kind of happily ever after, I probably wanted some kind of twist. What the pregnancy? <laughs> or even, you're,
2: obsessed with, you're obsessed with a twist, eh? I mean, that's <laughs> a thing that I've realised about you and your movies. You love a twist. I, don't but, I don't
3: know. Maybe the twist was meant to be obviously Nathan going away with Annie, but to me that just like I was like it would have been better if he'd been better if um, that didn't happen. And then I don't know. Maybe you got an insight. Maybe even if they did something, simple, like they showed her like six months later how how what should how she was after the Tornwell should have sort of been through for the film.
1: Or oh, maybe <laughs> catching rabies and the fact he's eaten a cake that was also eaten by raccoons. Which <laughs> <I> not <know>. why <You're
3: laughs> that. Weird. It was the fact he was lying out saying, he was like, I ate it. <laughs> oh, weirdo. Oh, I don't know. The other it. bit was when she was going about in the cup when they were, it was when uh, Annie was trying to get his attention, it was as if he was only cop in the field of whatever city they were in. But gloss <laughs> over that bit, when she was like, driving down with um, like on a phone, uh, speeding, drinking, flashing, all that kind of stuff, and then doing like um, just like ra- rammed his rammed our car up up his, up his police police van as well. Even all that kind of that stuff that was quite funny. I thought it was although it was maybe I think it's maybe just marking a of humour. It was really simple. Whereas sometimes I would watch something and it goes over my head a wee bit. Whereas these all all these jokes I could actually get and understand. Maybe that <laughs> take
0: take the intelligence out of the joke and Burns will get it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> just visual humour—people
0: falling over and folks shit themselves and that. that's funny. Funny you would fucking love police academy. <laughs> Get watching that. Um, I'll I probably will be shitting a little bit of Hunter's trivia when it comes, but there was two nominations at the Oscars for this. Any guesses on what? I've only got one. Hmm. way if I remember the second one, go for it. Give us a guess. Yeah. Two. Two. What categories was this nominated at the Oscars in 2012?
2: Um, didn't even have a good soundtrack. Fuck knows best. I don't know screenplay.
0: Hunter, what's the one that you know? Uh, actress or supporting actress? Best performance Uh, by an actress in a supporting role by Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, What?
3: Is it just me though? See, like. This you you'll be able to tell me better, but to me, like a supporting actress, has got to be somebody that's actually quite involved throughout the film, whereas she wasn't really.
2: Uh, supporting could be someone who's got a bit part essentially, not. But that really
3: somebody, if it's going to be an award, to me, it should be somebody that's like more involved in a film than what anyone was apart from the main character in this, because I wasn't. I've been waiting for but, somebody else. Uh, uh,
1: what's his name for? Oh, uh, Christoph Waltz. Ah, uh, Christoph Waltz's screen time on that was longer than some films that have been nominated ever been. Aye. This mm-hmm. time and
2: that
1: was just, oh, I don't know, I'm sorry to say that, the, whoever, obviously it would be, be whatever, I mean that's, obviously they'll have a, this is the main character, this is the main character, male or female, so pretty much anyone that's in the film that isn't one of them could be nominated.
0: Yeah play. well the, the second nomination it got was for best writing from an original screenplay
2: oh i got
0: that you go and it was uh, it was written by Kristen Wiig herself so annie and uh annie malumo mm-hmm. mamolo who was the nervous passenger on the plane so there you go that was it that was it right. that was the two that wrote it um, there was an actor that has a very, very small part in the film, probably never even noticed it, but he was in both Superbad and Bridesmaid in very small roles. Anyone spy who it was? Um, this was just a guess about right the air marshal or something
3: like that.
0: No, did you stay for the after scene, uh, after the credit scenes?
2: Aye, that was the air
0: Oh, I was absolutely pissing myself when she's talking about the big sandwich. So just the uh, one... Like we're filming the sex tape. Aye, it's, it's when she takes that big massive sandwich and she's what's it called? Uh, the, the monster. She's like, oh, look, look at the flap. <laughs> <all right. laughs> uh, it was who, the. Who is he in Superbad? He's not. No. Not. Not him. That wasn't the one I'm referencing. Oh. Anyway, um, there's an actor called Joe Nunez who was the security guard in the jewellers where she worked. He also plays the, the the, the guy that comes and cleans up the smashed. They drop cans in the liquor store, and super oh, Ah, yeah, yeah. So he's one of those characters that you've you've seen in loads of films, but you've no idea who he is.
2: Yeah, he's always plays a nobody in the background.
0: It's like the there's the the Mexican guy that plays Hector. Just anybody called Hector in any film. He's in the Fast and the Furious. He's called Hector. He's in there's something like thirty films that he's in where he's called Hector. and His real name's Hector. It so really, really ranges out his performance. Um, <laughs> Hunter, let's jump on and talk a little bit more about trivia whilst we're on the mind. Yes, yeah, I so,
1: um, some trivia I've got here. So, first of all, I know we kind of touched on it earlier with the Reverend Wilson and Matt Lucas, but they, I, I don't think they are anymore, but they used to be roommates in real life, which is, actually just quite new. I don't know <laughs> if they were before they started filming this, if it was after they filmed this or whatever, but they were actual roommates in real life until fairly quite recently. Um, It is the most successful at the box office um, Judd Apatow production. Um, Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone, who plays Air Marshal John, are husband and wife and wife. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, The first Judd Apatow film to receive Academy Award nominations um, the high It was, I don't know if it still is, maybe because of Ghostbusters, whatever, but it was the highest grossing female R rated comedy of all time. I think it was only it was that of Sex and the City I think, back when it came out, so it wasn't up against much, but I don't know how long it stayed in that position for. I mean, um, that's very, very specific. There's not very many female R rated
2: comedies, so it's and, like.
1: Sex in the City is only R-rated because of the sex references. It to be like with the fucking language of
2: I'm going to watch
0: this and fucking Sex in the City, that's for sure.
2: Uh. Uh, yeah, this is off, uh, this is on a tangent, but you seen, I saw an advert for, have you seen the latest sex, there's a new season of Sex in the City, yeah. but it's no sex in the city. And they are like old ladies, it's like old lady sex in the city. It's fucking, <laughs> nobody wants
1: that. Who's wanting that? Who's asking for <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody, somebody's oh. granny.
1: Oh, oh right.
0: that's what they
1: look like. they like old ladies now.
2: Just, yeah. just
0: there's one thing that I've I've wrote a note down I'm um, I'm going to probably stick it on tonight. Uh, I'm going to watch Castaway after it was referenced in the film. I've not seen Castaway in a fucking long time. Um, me neither. I right,
1: just to get some meme the gift in the draft Chapman
0: motion <laughs> Sorry to uh, interrupt your trivia.
1: So um, Paul Rudd also appeared in a deleted scene as Dave, who uh, is as a former Annie, um, mm. but the scene is always shown as a bonus feature on the DVD.
0: Well, we're not watching the DVD. I can assure you.
1: Might be up on YouTube now. I mean, I don't know how long ago this was updated, but. Also Paul, Paul Rudd's the
0: kind of actor though that you would expect to see in this movie like pre the Marvel it, stuff like this was his remit wasn't it
1: I, mean, so, I think he's in, he must be in pretty much every Judd Atherton film in one form or another he's not, he's not another one we're about to watch either well I there's oh. a, a difference I think because he's. I, think he was, I don't know if he directed this one he's like a producer on the other one so I don't know
0: ah uh, ok yeah, so the director for this one was Paul, F- Paul Feige? Oh, maybe he Maybe I'm getting confused. I don't know. So if you're just making the trivia up, then Hunter, let's, let's just go oh, for it. Yeah. Uh, it
1: appears the most successful done after-type production.
0: You don't produce it if you the director. <laughs> I just... I'm just reading what I can see in front of me. Right.
1: Right. Um... Uh, but I know that you kind of touched on it, Daniel, earlier, but there was scenes planned for when they went to Vegas. However, the hangover came out whilst they were making this, and then obviously it just kind of, did, well, there's no point doing it because it's already been done quite well.
3: Ah, said
1: so yeah. uh, what what Then the conversation turned to, once they were planning to go to Vegas, it was, what if they never get to Vegas? And that's how the whole storyline was in. pulled at the to heart, too. I think that
3: worked better, though.
0: Like, right. I, definitely... I, I I I still laugh every time I see it. But when she when she lifts her leg up and sticks it onto the fucking wall, she, oh. she, <laughs> it can go higher. I'd fucking shite myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's funny because like that's her husband. Well, recording that scene and he looks genuinely terrified. Yeah,
3: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> which probably makes it work even better. Um, I'm just looking there. So I see Judd Apatow is a producer in this movie, um, along with like your your Kirsten Wigan, Annie Momolo Butcher, and I've said her name six different ways in three 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 attempts. So um, I think it's a good guys, to, good time to come and score it. So what did Instagram have to say about this one, Daniel?
2: Uh, so this is one of those films that people, like we said, some people love it obviously we're doing this and super bad so we got quite a lot of fives for both but it was all men of a certain age given superman super bad five it was all women of a certain age given this five so
0: so men that are average
2: so I, I, i'd say slightly younger than us for super bad but um i got a 3.68 overall uh somebody did try and give it a minus five but i changed that to a zero so somebody <laughs> did not like that
0: <laughs> Well, I, I think we need to start getting context from people when they're going to score it as well. So, like, if if they're scoring it high or low, like, why? Give us some give us some information. Because I'd like to know why yeah, they're minus that, five, like, why they disdain for this movie.
2: Uh, so that person did, I did message that person, and it's because they hate, um, what's her name again, the one that's in Ghostbusters as well, Melissa McCarthy. They hate anything she's in. Oh. Right, okay. a, bit like you, a bit like you and Jamie Fox, Kyle, kind of, like just got a blindedness to the film. Um...
3: Or
0: Jamie Cox is an woman. <laughs> <laughs> Fox, <yeah>. Jamie Cox, <laughs> and he's big, smashing Bobby. Aye, man. Happy days. Well, we'll start off his scoring by. Um, who was the hazard? I guess at what Sean scored it. 1.5. One point okay. 5. five. You went for a two hunter. A two point two five. Hunter bang on the money with a 2.25.
3: Sometimes Sean gives it a really rubbish review and scores it really high, though that could
0: have been
1: anything. Yeah,
0: no country review. You think he's got a I like a I think maybe I've been in his ear after making the comments that it's either off-sugar or off shite worm legs. He's given it in-the-middle score this time. Yeah. Uh, cool. Hunter, take it away.
1: Right, so for me, as I said, I don't dislike it, but again, I don't get the hype that some seem to do with this first. So it's a solid 2.5
0: for me. 2.5 from Hunter. Burnsy? Um, I'm going to give it a 3.75. 3.75. I genuinely thought I was going to score this a highest out of everyone, but Burnsy's just usurped me with 2.5, so uh, 0.25, because I've got a 3.5 for it.
2: Daniel? Uh, once again, I'm the same as Sean, I'm a
0: 2.25. Hunter, you need to be having a word with these two. sons go on. Sean's still, uh, stepped on your toes here. I know, I need to bring up on a the nickname for you two. <laughs> <laughs> what does that give us overall? That's overall a low score of 2.85. 2.85. Now, if I were to hazard a guess of what that does to the leaderboard... What does it put it around?
2: It's 40th.
0: Any films that you think it would match up with?
2: So I had other comedies we've watched. Mid, mid to low compared to the other comedies. Below Espectular certainly.
0: Obviously Russia a lot week, but.
2: Aye, below Russia. Well,
0: let me just see Russia did score quite high. Russia was sitting at twenty fourth with a three point seven. Um, Ace Ventura scored a 2.6 and this oh. is 2.85 so this is actually in between Into the Wild which is 49th and Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh, that's <laughs>
2: quite yeah. an inconstant so.
0: <laughs> it's, it's above uh, movies directly below it as well are What We Do in the Shadows
2: that was better than this
0: <laughs> not was it Almost Famous that was better than this. Burnsy's, Burnsy's, <laughs> Burnsy's just about fucking choked there.
3: You're
1: you just
0: uh, seen that because you need some to look after you, Hunter. Oh, well, they me for dinner tonight, so. Criminally, Hocus Pocus is down there below
2: it. I'd have Hocus Pocus well uh, if I that. That
0: was Sean's fault. It <laughs> typically is Sean's yeah, fault when it comes to these films. <laughs> But uh, a 2.85, so it's actually a relatively good scoring for it as well. Um, so, time to take us on to the next uh, movie which we're accusing Judd Avatar of uh, directing, which is Super Bad, directed by Greg Mottola. Um, this film came out in 2007. Um, 2007, an hour and 53 minutes, so maybe it hits the length time for Sean. Which is two codependent high school seniors are forced to deal with separation anxiety after their plan to stage a booze soaked party goes awry. Uh, let's start off with Sean's. So, Sean says, Super bad, it's one of those films that people tell you that you're supposed to like. God, you think Tarantino directed it if that was the case. Eh? <laughs> uh, for me, this is poor. This kind of American high school chasing sex story has been done so many times it's beyond tedious. Jesus Christ, I think he must have googled some of the words for that sentence. That was a very very well put together sentence for him. Um, Started with American... Oh, he spelt American wrong in the next next sentence. Um, Started with American pie and each attempt at this story gets progressively worse. I'm glad that most films of this type are now straight to DVD um and in the bargain bucket at Matalan, where they will remain <laughs> Christ Seems <laughs> like he's had a good couple of thoughts to watch this <laughs> Oh well, who wants to follow on from that? I'll go
3: next. Go for it. Um I'm kinda not as harsh as Sean, but I had really struggled with this like so much more than Bryce Maze, it just there was just far too much going on. Like, not in terms of you couldn't understand what was going on. There was just far too many like stories going on with the three of them, the three or well, three sort of mainish characters, I guess. Like, you could have easily just maybe not because I any mean, acting was poor or whatever from any of them, but to fit all of this into like an hour and a half, um, just under two hours, there was just it just went, it was just far too fast paced This is all meant to be set over the length of one day. Is that right? because it starts yeah. off in the school, obviously they were, in, they were in school and ends with the party. Um, there was, although I do, like, I do like films when there's loads of action, this was just like, it wasn't edge of the seat stuff, it was more the fact that you were just, I, I could feel myself struggling to actually stick with it, because there was just no break um, to try and take in a scene, or take in what was going on. Um, and as well, like, it seemed as if they, they could have done with it being based over a longer period of time, I think, because at the start, the way I was picking up was all the three of the guys were kind of, like, quite, um, quite maybe unsure about themselves, like they weren't confident. or And then towards the end, they're all, like, the one, Jonah Hill was, like, he was, like, all confident over the, like, trying to get with the girl, and... Um, obviously it was steaming at this point as well which i guess is maybe that's what they're playing up to but it just didn't it just didn't work for me sorry go on
2: i was going to say it's about the get the whole things about getting steaming to Mm -hmm. and have sex with people i think that's the whole thing like i know but it just it
3: just went it just went far too quickly like for it to for all this stuff to happen over the state over one day like there's obviously when you watch film you know it's over the top in terms of like when we're talking about bridesmaids how like when she's on the plane and it is like over the top and whatever or when they were out doing each other at the um, bridal party or whatever but I just like the, the story obviously with the fa- from the fake ID to the police to the other party there was just, it like it could have it need to either be longer and whether I would have enjoyed it if it was longer, I'm, I'm not sure. But after watching it, it just kind of—I just don't know what to make it. Really, like I can see why some people might like it, but compared to Bridesmaids, it was just on so much a poorer level for me. Um, and I didn't think you really got to know the characters well at all. I think, it, like I say, is if I think if they cut one of the characters out or even. I remember not movie that caught them out but just concentrated on one of the guys instead of having all three of their storylines going on at the same time. It might have worked a lot better whether you just maybe don't have the the bit with the police officers and the police officers and taking one of the guys um away. Although they were humorous scene, humorous scenes, it wasn't it just there's too much going on for me.
0: This for this is one of these movies that has got lots of like memed Like scenes from it that there is a lot of individual funny scenes in there that make it stand out a bit more than what you than what it is in like a second third or fourth viewing of it because like taking for it like the mangina scene i remember at the time thinking that was one of the fucking funniest things i'd ever seen Mm -hmm. was it as funny when i watched it during the week nah it was not but it was still it, it did trigger a little bit of nostalgia when like this was hilarious. But,
3: but I think as well, maybe for our, like because the pause bridesmaids, I can keep on going back to that because this was obviously based on women, then we're sort of seeing it from their point of view because we're obviously older than the people in this scene. If we were maybe quite a bit younger, I think I would have found it a lot more funny. Whereas the jokes you, you could sort of see coming, but say we were only like 20 year old watching this it might have been yeah. more of you know idea maybe that's the target audience whereas we're
0: just too old to think about it too you're, you're, you're pretty much on the bottom of that because obviously at 20 year old when you think that you're super mature and stuff and you're really know like this stuff was funnier back mm-hmm, then yeah. i mean i like I I probably more sympathize with the characters now than I did at the time. Like I, I feel sorry for them, like in a little brother sort of way. And, um, thinking like, stop trying to chase these like super cool people. But what I always find funny about these films, and obviously it's designed to be this way, but you get the three most like uh, unattractive. Is probably the but worst phrase to use. <laughs> But the the least appealing people in the whole high school year, but somehow seem to get with the three hottest girls that are kicking about in the year. It's like a, it's like they've a fucking golden ticket and they're uh, going, going to go the way that it is. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, I remember things like trying to arrange house parties and stuff, and who's going to get the drink for us and how we're we going to get it. I mean, I grew up in a rough area. We weren't exactly shooting cars and that trying to get the drink. You could just get somebody to buy it off the street for you, but. Um, <laughs> I just think it's, it brings a bit of nostalgia and a bit of comedy and stuff like people telling you what drink they want, and you all of a sudden become really popular because you're managing to get alcohol. Um, the whole McLovin thing with the ID again is like more of an iconic thing, but it's more of an iconic thing where if someone's slim with glasses, they'll be called McLovin, like rather than, right. rather than that scene being funny, they now become a reference point, um, just like if. You've got a friend with glasses, and you see somebody else. You just call be by your friend's name over and over again. Um, we, would, we would never do that in our thirties, would we? No. <laughs> um, no. The, the parts that the parts that I like least about this are the bits that I've got like Bill Hader and Seth Rogen in it, um, which is mad because obviously Seth Rogen and stuff wrote this, but their parts in it are shit. I didn't really get the whole cop scene and then the the homeless guy that's causing a riot and stuff just kind of get a bit disengaged with that, like stick to the getting the drink and having the house party and that kind of side of it would have been a bit more funnier. Anyway. I guess
3: for me, is that the bit about the police officers, to me it was meant to show that obviously people that are older, they can still have fun and not all the people that are that age, but I agree with you, I don't think it really added much to the film although there was funny scenes.
1: No, but the thing is, you could have made, it was like making them boxed was like Forcing it to be funnier when it did like they like, they could have just been any random guy like somebody's big one of the somebody's big brother and maybe they didn't have to be cops and I think that's was
0: but just but take, it, taking the three main characters like like Seth Rogen, Michael Cera, and Mins um, Plassie they're they're funny like mm-hmm. you, you, we didn't yeah. need to add in the the, the more well known people to to add more humour to it like we could have stuck with those three. Um, there's a couple of things that I'd spied some trivia on it Hunter and I'm probably stepping your toes here um, but some of it makes sense so the first bit I want to bring up is that Seth Rogan started to write this script when he was 13
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, <laughs> Jesus. It, it would have been already getting stoned at that point and this is what probably makes sense for a lot of bits of this but the one thing that blew my mind with this is Seth Rogan's about 6 years older than everyone else in this cast uh, no Seth Rogen Jonah Hill yeah. yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah she was six years older and he fucking he looks younger than half of them Emma Stone looks about ten years older than everybody <laughs> I
2: know she does eh? like not it's always the same but, I mean McLovin's the only one that looks like a high school kid really Michael Cena yeah. I suppose does I
1: know um, Vince Parsey was 17 when they filmed this and Michael Cena was 20 so like Vince Parsey was the only one old enough to be but you always get that high like, remember, like back in the day when Beverly Hills 902 Two, like, the TV show. There was like thirty year olds playing the high school kids <laughs> on
2: that show. Aye, man. Right, do, do not, uh, don't. This has probably jumped on your tibia as well. But did he not get the part because they had like open auditions at high school? He just like they just found him at a random high school.
1: I think it was something along those lines. I huh? like the most spicy yet.
0: So Hunter's clearly nothing no that in the trivia there with Daniel. He's gonna to have to. to He's gonna <laughs> no, have to
1: step You know, like if, it, if the trivia's a bit wordy, I tend not to jot it down because we don't want wordy trivia. Well, no, uh, no. I can see
0: here that yeah, it was his, it time was time his time first. Time, uh, time. It was his first movie, super bad. So,
2: yeah, aye, I'm sure there would be something like that. But, um, I Think touching. So I was
0: just gonna
3: say, I think what you've touched on is like when. Michael, Sarah, how you are saying that he was, like, the one that was the right age. In terms of the casting, like, he did look the youngest and sort of acted the sort of, even though they're all maybe the same age, he sort of acted the one that was more the youngest out of the three because obviously he was quite, um, what I'm looking for, shy and innocent, I guess, whereas the other two were kind of more confident about themselves. I thought something uh-huh. that like that, well, in terms of the way they casted it, I guess, but Um, I'll let you carry on, Daniel. Sorry, I was just going to add that
2: when you were talking about the characters. Well, this actually led on to Michael Cera just being pretty much cast as this exact same character and everything (laughs) that he was ever in. Um, (laughs) And then I always feel bad to him because Jesse Eisenberg got all the serious parts that he could have got. He got all the good parts, right? Um, My thoughts on this are in two halves, right? I I saw this at the cinema when I was 20. So... And even then, I'm probably slightly too old at twenty for like to find this hilarious. It's all right. Um, it's one of those that's diluted over time because the very first time you see him reveal that he's ID and it's a guy and he's called himself McLovin, it was fu- it was fu- so funny at the time, like the first time you saw that. Uh, but now everyone knows that character so well that uh, watching it, there's no enjoyment out of it. I just. It's like watching an advert, you see that a million times. But um there's still some bits that hold up that are quite funny. You see when um, they're doing PE and he kicks the ball away, it's like, <laughs> you're gonna go get that, no no <laughs> um, stuff like that is quite funny. But I think most of the part are shite. Like I agree with Sean again in this one that <laughs> you see the, the the sex heavy, it's just constantly like folk, guys don't deliver talk like that. Aye, like, aye. I don't, I don't know who it went to. That was it, and then I don't know. It's, it's quite funny. Like you see when um, he's been the wee flashback right, you should all loads of different dicks. That was quite funny.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but it was just it was. You could tell that that was just from, like Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill. Was just like, who is it that actually wrote this? Jonah Hill or Seth Rogen?
1: It was Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. So Aye. The two characters are called Seth and Evan. So it's. mostly so based on them growing up. Right,
2: got you. Aye, so you can tell that it's got a bit of Seth Logan about it. That sounds like something he would have done as a kid, like just something like a wee box full of zons and dicks. But,
0: Because right, um, we, we, we would have grown up in school at that point writing football formations in the backyard books, no dicks.
2: Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, speak for yourself.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, Another thing I did quite like, actually, this reminds me because you were saying about where you grew up in Cameland. This reminds me of ending up at, like, a house party in Camelon. See when they end up at the party they're not supposed to go to. Like, we've probably all ended up at one of those parties, but you get there and, like, the atmosphere's just a wee bit off and you know that fight's doing and you're not are really supposed to be there. Um, and, again, I quite like that. So they, they do that well. They make it feel quite tense when he's there. Um, and it does feel like the, the type of people that you do bump into when you're out fucked and you end up where you're not supposed to.
0: It's when, when they make um, him but, they make but, them sing. <laughs> Aye, they make them sing all
2: that. Aye, it's quite funny. But uh, the bit where it loses, but see, after that it does kind of lose me. By the time they're all going back to the party and all that, like, and the overarching theme of let's try and get these women as drunk as possible so we can like have sex with them. This kind it's just a bit. Do I we? Mean, <laughs> it's no well, has it? Like times onwards, like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's weird, and it would be, it would be fine now, right? If they got some sort of comeuppance. Right, but I guess Stephen. One, Jonah Hill headbutts the birds. Uh, <laughs> they just get absolutely smashed. And the next day, they bump into the birds and they just get the together anyway. Oh, I know so I know. They don't let, it's not like they learn anything from it. Or like they come to this moment where they realize they shouldn't do that, or anything like that. It's just kind of a bit.
3: <laughs> you know, though, he does, like he stops her. So I guess that you could say that he doesn't. He sort of says no. Yeah. You're t-
2: but then, when he, the, the weird thing is, when he was sober and conscious enough to make a decision, he decided if I get drunk, it'll be fine. Then huh. I won't be he up to date.
1: The point is not to do it. this. He's justified in sleepwear.
2: Aye. <laughs> he comes to the
3: same exact
2: point. Being too drunk yourself is only an excuse if you didn't consciously do it as an excuse. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> It's, 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 I, I, I wish she would have got a bit of roughness we but especially yeah. like Jonah Hill's character. Like there's no way they should have ended up together. She should have told her fuck off the next day. That'd be a better ending. Um but uh, yeah, it's it's not, like it's got some relatively funny moments. I think it's again, being Scottish compared to being American, see going out and drinking and got to a house party and that it put everybody they're they supposed to be about eighteen or seventeen or something,
0: like or... it's not exciting. Like that's what we did. Before some... we, we did that before we, before we went out.
2: Aye, like when we were really young. Um, so the whole American party, house party, they, they hardly had any booze after <laughs> all that. It's not like they had hundreds and hundreds of booze, is it? Like, the disappointing <laughs> amount they've got after they all that supple. Is it not <laughs> a fact that
0: they, they don't have like $100 to buy booze for the whole party? <laughs>
2: Aye, a hundred dollars, man. Like, they had one bottle of vodka that got smashed. What was left? Like, Seth fuck off.
0: Hogan's, no, Seth, it
1: was, Sorry. Jonah Hill's carrying about the big like, half and a half beer from Canister's. are drinking it. And it, not a single person spewing the ring everywhere.
2: Uh, Aye, that That is a good point. Everyone should have been dead. But... <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'm going to disagree on is I actually think I would have preferred to watch a whole movie of McLovin with the two cops. I think
0: that'd be a better film. Like, would it, be than, di- it would have been so different to this movie. It wouldn't like that. It's hard to compare that because I think like that would have been a whole. It, it'd be so detached from what everything else that went on in this. It probably would be a better film, but I just think like it was. You didn't need the cops to like let him take a punch in the face, and he turns up to the party with a black eye, and it becomes interesting.
2: Yeah, but I suppose they had to like believe that there was no. Like solution, because it, it had to be yeah. something extreme that would happen, it was separated, I suppose, but you know what these films are like, the, the writers must have to just shoehorn in, like, oh, here's a difficult circumstance and here's another difficult circumstance, how will they overcome that, and how will they overcome I did, that? I and did it's,
0: think it's quite funny that, like, so if we think about, like, Seth Rogan's writing this, and he's thinking, right, so we need to get Michael Cera and Jonah Hill away from the store, how can we do that? What's going to attract... 217 17 17-year-old boys to leave their pal in the lurch in the middle of the shop. I know, a pair of tits. <laughs> but then, how creepy is it when he's like, I need to get a look at these, and they start running towards his lassie that's just walking on a tongue. Just to... Just to what what, like, what do they do? Did they just run in front of you and have a look and walk back? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's... They're that's so... bang <laughs> Bangers. <laughs> there's obviously like loads of like seedy undertone that's to this as well because obviously they do touch on the fact that if we get them really drunk tonight we'll probably get at least sex or at least a handy off them or something he says um mm-hmm. that that was that was the, the pre-planned element to it which is a bit a bit seedy uh, <laughs> Is there anybody anything else you want to add on to this i mean am <laughs> I echo what kind of looks similar
1: to what has been said so far. Again, there is a definite, the older you get, or I feel the older I get, the less funnier this becomes. When you watch this, when this first comes out, I don't know if it's been diluted, because I'd like to say this very tongue-in-cheek, because I still find some childish shit hilarious, but... It's not like me, if I? Is it because I'm becoming a more mature mind or because I've just seen it that many times, or maybe a bit of both, whatever. I, one way or the other, it just seems to be diluted a lot to the first time I've seen it. I mean, don't, I just, kind of what you've said. I mean, it is there is the odd bit moment again, but it's... I don't even think it's... Like, if you have to watch that scene in a different film, like, for example, like, the first reveals that the guy's called Mitt Ruben or whatever, like, things... It uh, only works in this, so I think it's more you're laughing, uh, you're remembering the first time you've seen it on this, rather than oh it's that funny, you know, no matter the hundredth thing you've seen it, it's still funny, it's, but you remember it's the nostalgic feels that probably make it funnier than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of watched this, I just, I don't know, it's just kind of, I used to kind of like Jonah Hill, but seriously, I've not got a lot of it here because it all it seems bloody, but it just seems a bit of a dick now. Like, I don't like it. I've just got a distaste for Jonah Hiller for me watching this um this week. I'm like, you're just a bit of a mate.
0: I he'd have been in these fucking early 20s at that point as well. Like 25 or something like
1: that. 20, 24, 25. I mean, I think he's, like, he's only two years younger than Seth Logan, yet he's playing a high school kid and Seth Logan's playing a fucking state
0: trooper. <laughs> oh, so the, the one thing, like I said earlier, I do think that the three main characters, they all look really, really young. Um, so I was quite blown away with how old Jonah Hill was in comparison, because when I was watching, I was talking to Sarah about it, and I was like, I wonder how much older Emma Stone is than them, because she looks older. Um, but Emma Stone looks the same then as she does now, um, whereas, obviously, they've aged. But, yeah, him turning out to be five, six years older than them was uh, definitely caught me by surprise. Um Oh,
1: it? do you have any trivia you want to add into this hunter? I so uh, first of all, uh, obviously you, you've touched on the thirteen-year-old anyway and I think a lot of it still comes across as like, like a thirteen-year-old would find that funny. Like the right. but you can see there's still aspects of the script that maybe still in there. I like, say uh, Emma Stone's film debut, but uh, for her role, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was considered for that role as well. I, mean, I don't know how that would have came across. Um,
0: Emma Stone's class.
1: Aye, ah, she is class. I've got the idea with that. Um, Eminem has said that it's his favourite movie of all time, and it's actually referenced in two of his songs. And
0: is I a man, I it, is man who's M. probably yeah. stuck in the, the early 2000s, that makes sense?
2: Oh, man. Like, it can't be anyone's favourite film. <laughs> I'm like, I'll talk about it at the end, actually. Right, That's there's a... There,
0: you're
1: right that I found, I found this bit of trivia hilarious just because it's a fun rather than what the back of the actor is. So Justin Long has a scene which was omitted due to... I found that fucking hilarious. <laughs> because... You totally
0: cut off there as you gave that punchline there, Hunter. <laughs> you Justin Long had a scene cut off because of... Len. Len! <laughs>
1: there there were close to a thousand penis drawings made for the film but only a handful actually made it in
0: Way, a handful yes (laughs) I like that Um, in
1: 2006 the screenplay was on a blacklist um, I don't know what it is it must be like an insider thing of like screenplays that started to get adapted into films and apparently it was the most liked one on this blacklist in 2006 and then it got made a year later. Um, Seth Rogan's dad actually plays the dad who throws the baseball bat at Jonah Hill if he tips o- over the tent with the little kids out in the back garden at a camping, so it's Seth Rogan's dad that comes out and throws a mm. baseball bat at Jonah Hill. <laughs> and not got any more trivia, if anyone has got any more, they want to add in. I don't know if you've picked up any foul.
0: Nah. I'm alright, I've no I've not even looked to be honest. Um it was just, just in the the, the bits that said the other that caught my eye, um well I thought it was interesting. But I think we should maybe score it then. Um what did Instagram have to say about this one? I'm mean, I'm intrigued by this one by Instagram because I think that we'll have lots of people similar to ourselves that will tell us how great this is without having seen it for the last fifteen years. Yeah,
2: um again, very similar. It's got a lot i got quite a few fives. But again, quite a few low scores as well. So it's both of these were quite polarising on Instagram. And we had quite a lot of voting activity for both as well. Uh, but a 3.75 overall.
0: So it scored higher than Bridesmaids.
2: Slightly higher than Bridesmaids, yeah. Because there was that one person that hates <laughs> Melissa McCarthy that gave out the minus five. So I think otherwise <laughs> it would have been above.
0: <laughs> Twat. <laughs> um... So, any hazards? I guess of what Sean scored this one. One. Boy. Well, a one point seven five from Sean. What? <laughs> so, he gave bridesmaids a fairly good review and super bad, terrible one, it. and there's All a point right. five between it.
2: <laughs> Never understand that boy. <laughs>
0: He's an enigma. That's for sure, Hunter. Um.
1: Definitely. Oh, as I said, ask me um, fifteen years ago, you get a totally different score than what you are tonight. So uh, two for me now. It's just it's diluted and just lost so much effect over the years now.
0: A two for you. Well, I'm just gonna go a little half above you and give it a two point five, middle of the road. Like it's no shite, it's no great. It'll probably get worse the more the more that I watch it. Um, Bunsey. Um, I'm going to follow Sean and give it a 1.75 a 1.75 copying the trendsetter Daniel are you going to go online with your newfound fondness for Sean <laughs>
2: uh, strangely I am uh, strangely <laughs> I've also got a 1.75 uh, funny enough one of my cousins that watches the, the show and he's been wanting us to do super bad ever since we started um, he sent me a message saying if he gets less than a 4.5 he's going to stop watching so I think uh, we've maybe lost a viewer here. But yeah, 1.75 <laughs> overall. Combined
3: would be a bit more than that, though, at
0: least. <laughs> Combined? Uh, maybe, maybe if we add them up. Uh, maybe. Ask, him, <laughs> ask him when was the last time he watched it and if it's still as 1. funny. Combined? I will. Go on, Burnsy. What's the overall for this? That's overall a 1.95. A 1.95. And any idea where what movies that comes in amongst on our leaderboard. I suppose
1: another week it was about that. Uh, maybe it
2: sounds about like Pet Sematry. Face Off? Oh, I mean, oh Pet Sematry, above, Definitely above Face Off. It's better than Face
0: Off. Right, well, fa- fa- Face Off um, is a 1.6. Pet Sems is a 1.65. Um, it? So it's higher than that? Pet Sematry. This one <coughs> comes uh, in between um, so we had JFK, Us, and 300 at 2.05. And we had The Fault in Our Stars, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, and Boyhood at 1.85. So... so
3: this- you said, Kelly, earlier that... Um, was it Eminem that said that was his favourite movie? Like, although we berated Star, Star Wars, I can see that how somebody might like Star Wars if that's their bag. I just can't understand if somebody would watch this unless they were really young. And we think this is a favourite film. I don't know, I don't get it. I'm quite disappointed none use had gave it a high score because I was thinking I might have managed change my opinion, so they always just agree me and said it was pretty poor.
1: Do you know what it is? If I'd scored this without you watching it, I'd have probably gave it higher than what I'm giving it. Uh huh. But I, it was. I'd probably sort of again, but then it's it just loses something every time I watch it. If I watch it again in a two years time or like this time, it would probably be a one or lower for me. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I I went into this expecting to quite like it, and uh, maybe it didn't age well, but it was still funny. But I, I I don't know. I just didn't find it funny anymore. I I don't know. I think I'm just sort of old and boring now.
0: <laughs> just just old and old and boring. <laughs> Well, a one point nine five, I mean it's obviously not the worst score that we've had out of all the movies that we've done before. Um yeah. Is it better than No Country for All Men, Burnsie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to get more movies on the list that are gonna then um put No Country for All Men down um from its slot of eleventh place. But talking about new movies that we are going to be watching in the near future, who can tell me what we are doing for next week? So, was it, uh, what was the other category of ones? Christmas. Christmas and Romance. Alright. Oh. Exactly that. So we have Christmas uh, on one half and Romance on the other. Um, the Christmas movie was. Home Alone. Home, Home, Home Alone. Home Alone, but, which I will suspect will. Uh, be a top 10 contender um if you're not giving this a four or above you're a fucking idiot um and a movie that i suggested for romance that i'm actually buzzing by the way that has got got in there as a winner anyone know what that one is it's no. 10 things I hate about you. there we go we get to watch heath ledger and 10 things i hate about you which has got like so much nostalgia for me so um a combination of romance and christmas will be getting watched this week by the morons and we will be reviewing this next Monday live on Twitch at 9pm. Um, so if you are listening on the podcast, please feel free to drop by on Twitch. That's Monday the 13th at 9pm. Now, we are going to keep maintain the theme of having a Christmas movie in at the moment. So we are going to have another category of lists with Christmas movies appearing on Instagram this week. So if you have any suggestions at all, please put some comments into instagram for daniel to have a look over and please get involved with the voting so you can choose what you want to watch but what we're going to do now is spin the wheel to see what is going to happen for the second half of that voting as well so a quick recap of what's left on the wheel at the moment we have each of the morons names on there for us to select we have followers choice versus under and over, unseen by all, critically acclaimed and critics versus audiences. Uh, I really want Under and Over, guys. I want us to have a movie that goes well over three hours. Um, I'll be fucking buzzing but, at my tits if we get that. Because we're, we, we're, go we're going to have like one film which is the other one that's
1: like under nine minutes, but.
0: Well,
3: if we did a Christmas
0: film, that's going to end up with three films next week. Which don't want. Yeah, I'm just going to say the same, but that's what i have just going to say. <laughs> well, do you know what? Yeah, he should turn mass. up. He should turn up to this, and he can have his say, right? So he's not getting his say if this is the case. So the wheel is, uh, in fact, better make sure I put it on the screen because they will accuse me of cheating there if I don't <laughs> put it up on the screen. Eh? One <laughs> second. <laughs> this happened last time he was off as well.
3: Maybe well, we a film this time then. Maybe we
0: should. Uh, I thought let. us we
1: just spin it again when he's not here.
0: <laughs> 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 well, we'll know if he's actually watched us tonight or if he's listened at all. If he if he if he knows what the category is, but we should maybe just fudge it. Um, well, we tell him it's over and under. Like we'll go to the group chat later and say that we need to find a film. Over three and a half hours. I tell
2: him because one half's Christmas because I will do it over for the other half, so it's all so
0: <laughs> Oh god, they'd be fucking raging by that as well.
3: But then it's, like, it's a good it's, to help him out. We're going to let him pick the eight films. <laughs> and then he realized next week that he
0: could have actually picked eight films that were oh. less than three. <laughs> do you want, I think that be fun. Do you want to do that? That'll be funny as fuck. If we if we set it that Sean has to pick all eight films that are over three hours long and he'd be... Was, he, was it
3: over two and a half or three hours? I
0: get now? over three, but under a million and a half or something like that.
3: Are we, we'll are find, we up for that? Are, are we in? Are we in of, he's got to have it long films and then next week you can reveal them. that... He didn't
0: have to actually do it; it was just his choice. Uh, Would you reckon make sure. a unanimous vote there, guys?
2: I think it's going to fail as a shite work. <laughs> <I think.
0: laughs> <laughs> well, for that, since, since you since you think that Daniel, you can lead it then, eh? We kind of have Hunter there yeah. because he's a known liar. So, a known
1: lying bastard. Yeah, sitting
0: here with two legs, working. Walk <laughs> to avoid the cinema track. The he, he, he went to the cinema himself to watch the film. Just didn't want us to come.
1: <laughs> well, I guys, to get my dinner. I know.
0: Made the tea. Who's no problem? can make it to. can of make it to the cinema. Shock him. Well, guys, listen. That does bring us to the end of tonight's streaming. Uh, thank you very much for being there. A quick recap was super bad. Coming in at a one point nine five. Um, And the best movie of today was Bridesmaids at a 2.85. Next week, join us on the Monday night at 9 o'clock for 10 Things I Hate About You and Home Alone. Uh, And then the following week, we will have Sean's Choices and obviously another half of Christmas. But thank you very much for being here. Have a good night.